I will never forget it as long as I live. I was cleaning a toilet and I had this joy and like the hair stood up on the back of my neck. And and I'm like, wow. Christy Knuckles is a successful singer, songwriter and worship leader who discovered God's glory in the mundane. It really was like the Lord was showing me there can be just as much contentment and joy right here taking care of your home as you can experience. And at that point, honestly, that was more joy than I had experienced in years of being on the road. Take all that I dream, take all that I plan. You hold all my days, they're within your hands. Christy Knuckles is our guest on this episode of GPS, God, People Stories. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Jim Kirkland. Part of Christie's newfound joy came from realizing she didn't have to work to earn God's love. Later, we'll hear Billy Graham say something about that. Some people think they can come by their own works, by doing many good things and great things. That's wonderful. Keep doing them. But that doesn't save your soul. There's only one thing that can save your soul. You can find out what it is by listening to Billy Graham's comments a little later in this episode, or you can find out right now by going to this website, findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. GPS. God. People. Stories. I was raised really just getting to have music be a part of my life at an early age because my parents were both, my dad was actually a worship pastor before he was a teaching pastor. And then my mom has always taught piano and um, played at church. And she taught me um, almost every day I sat at the piano with my mom. Christy Knuckles surrendered her life to Jesus when she was seven, while her dad was preaching and her mom was sitting beside her in their church in Oklahoma. She remembers her dad encouraging her to use the singing gift that God had given her. He would say, I want you to find a heart, a song that's spoken to your heart first, and I want you to share it with our people. And and I've loved that because as I look back on it, that's kind of what I still do now. You know, it trained me in a way to um, sing music that has spoken to my life first. And he never really made it about my talent or my voice, but it was really about my heart and also just about, you know, what's God doing in you? From musician parents to a musician husband, Christy met Nathan while they were both attending Oklahoma Baptist University. They got married when they were 21. I remember just having these conversations in our little, um, you know, apartment at night. And, and, and I remember this moment where we both just kind of looked at each other and just we were like, you know, what if we pursued music full time? Like, what if we never got real jobs? <laughs> Eventually, Christy and Nathan would become the group Watermark. But before that, they produced an independent record. They figured it might get used in their little church in Oklahoma and probably nowhere else. But that little record started getting passed around, you know, and then like um, kind of in the tri-state area, it was like bootleg copies of this, you know, this album where it was getting out to the point where we get this email one day and we're like, who is Louis Giglio? We were like trying to read his name and, but it was Louis Giglio and he was saying, hey, um, I got a hold of your album. My wife and I, we just moved from uh, Waco, Texas back to Atlanta um, we're doing this thing called Passion, 
we want to know if you guys want to come. We're having a conference. And this was back in, this was in 97. And so we were like, yes, we'll, we'll absolutely come. And we had no idea, of course, that that was the beginning of a 20-year relationship with them. Hear me say, yes, and amen. Tomorrow you'll be faithful again. Louis Giglio is a pastor and among the most influential names in ministry leadership. And the passion conferences he and his wife started back in 97 draw huge crowds of young adults every year. While Christy and Nathan remained involved with the Passion Conferences, they also began making music as Watermark. This was 1998. So for about seven years, we traveled as Watermark. And um, in that time, we had our first two children, Noah and Ellie. Watermark was successful, but life on the road was taking its toll on the Knuckles family. And Christy was exhausted. I think that Really, the exhaustion was coming from being on the road probably more than half the month. And then, of course, when, you know, just the physical part of that is that you're packing up almost your entire house with babies. You're bringing all this gear. Um, you know, you're, you've got your, your babies in a pack and play in the back of a bus. And it's, you know, in the middle of this little back lounge. And I'm laying on this couch to try to sleep at night. And I'm literally, I remember watching Noah, our firstborn, like catch air in his little pack and play as we're like barreling down the highway. <laughs> and I just remember these thoughts in the middle of the night and I'm like, this can't be safe, number one. Like, and this cannot be good for anyone trying to get any kind of rest. And that's not even taking into account the energy that Christy and Nathan were pouring into their ministry at each of their concerts. But God eventually helped Christy see that the exhaustion she was experiencing was the result of trying too hard to make things happen. I think I was honestly yesing myself into exhaustion. I was saying yes to everything because I felt like I was the one that was keeping me on the map, essentially. So my yeses were this way of, well, if I don't say yes to this, then I might not get the opportunity to do that. And then if I don't say yes to this, then it might not lead to this. And so it was just, yeah, we get, oh, yeah, we'll do that. Yes, we'll take that. Instead of really the soul rest of trusting God with my calendar, trusting God with everything. Life had begun to feel like a merry-go-round for Christy. And she didn't know how to get off it. Even when I would rock my kids to sleep at night, you know, when we would be at home, my mind was racing and I was planning the next thing or I was trying to rush through these precious moments. So say peace, be still to every beat of my heart. Say peace, be still to everything. It became clear to Christy that God was calling her to lay her professional life down. He used a couple of verses from Psalm 37 that she had memorized as a little girl. Verse 4 says, um, Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. And, and it goes on to say that verse, Commit your way to the Lord, trust also in Him, and He will do this. He will make your righteousness shine like the dawn, and the justice of your cause like the noonday sun. And as I really started looking at that verse, you know, the Lord started going, 
hey, I'm calling you into a new season. I want you to sit still. I want you to rest. I want you to come off the road. I want you to lay down this watermark thing. At first, Christy had a hard time with what God was asking of her. She was scared that she might not have another opportunity to write songs that would help people connect to God. But it wasn't long before she did what she felt God was calling her to do. That was um, one of the most difficult things that I've ever done, but it was actually, looking back on it, um, the best decision that I've, I've made in my adult life, for sure. And laying them down and laying it down and really trusting all these gifts, trusting this platform, you know, trusting all that God had entrusted to us, giving it back to Him and laying it down. And trusting that he would pick it up, that he would hold it up um, and bring it back in, in due time whenever, you know, he wanted to. Over the next couple of years, Christy and Nathan had a third child, a little girl they named Annie Rose. And at about the same time, God showed Christy a new way to write songs. It started when her church asked some of its worship leaders to write songs for a Christmas project. This song started to pour out because it was from the perspective of Mary. And it was a Christmas song, and so I'm holding my newborn child, and I I write this song as I'm just literally sitting there holding her. And it was sort of this sweet thing that the Lord showed me that I'm going to start writing songs in you in the mundane, right where you're sitting, whether you're like in, in front of the kitchen sink or if you're in your minivan in the carpool line. And it was this brand new thing where as before, I had always felt like, okay, I got to book these songwriting times. I have to have a babysitter. I've got to have everybody out, everybody quiet. But instead, the Lord started this really um, new rhythm of songwriting for me where it just started really flowing from my own personal praise in the most, like, sometimes chaotic moments. The new approach to writing led Christy to this phrase, the glorious in the mundane. And it doesn't get much more mundane than this. I was upstairs um, cleaning um, the kids' bathroom, and at the time, um, you know, imagine cleaning a five-year-old boy's bathroom. You know that—that's <laughs> an experience. And this is the funny thing, though. Um, I literally remember I was cleaning his toilet, and this joy just settled in my heart. And I will never forget it as long as I live. I was cleaning a toilet and I had this joy and like the hair stood up on the back of my neck and, and I'm like, wow. And I went downstairs and I opened up my Bible and opened it up to Psalm 37. And it really was like the Lord was showing me there can be just as much contentment and joy right here, taking care of your home as you can experience. And at that point, honestly, that was more joy than I had experienced in years of, of being on the road. Part of that newfound joy was Christy's realization that she was loved by God right where she was. And that's what he wanted me to see was I was just as beloved by him in the most unseen and, um, and, and sometimes just so mundane and menial. <laughs> like, like he wanted me to really get that 
and to start living from that place and really approaching him from that place and not approaching him to to strive for that but he's like you already have that why are you striving some striving for something that's already yours you don't have to bring anything to the table like you can just be my beloved today cuz baby you are made to carry such a load lay it down and we can watch it go down the river of grace oh the river of grace have you discovered the truth that christy knuckles did the truth that you are beloved by god right now exactly as you are You're so loved by God, in fact, that he sent his only son to die on a cross for you. Jesus Christ died on that cross to pay the penalty for your sins. Now, it's up to you to confess that you need God's forgiveness and trust your life completely to him. We can tell you more at this website, findpeacewithgod.net. Maybe you're already a follower of Christ, but you struggle with accepting that you are really beloved by God. You'll find encouragement on that at the very site just mentioned. Address once more is findpeacewithgod.net. Christy has a few more thoughts to share about what it means for you to be beloved by God in just a minute. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Some people think they can come by their own works, by doing many good things and great things. That's wonderful, keep doing them. But that doesn't save your soul. Billy Graham. In Titus 3, 5, it says, not of works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. You are saved by the grace of God. You can't work for it, you can't pay for it. It's a gift from God. I'm asking you tonight to move over and trust the Holy Spirit to drive and control your life. You say, well, what do I have to do? Say, Lord, I know I can't live the Christian life and Billy Graham can't live the Christian life and I can't. If I didn't have the help of the Holy Spirit every day, I would be a total failure every day as far as living the Christian life. I'm a failure a great deal of the time as it is. But it's the Holy Spirit that comes and lives through you and in you and gives you a power to resist temptation that you never had before and gives you a new joy and a new peace that you never knew existed. You don't believe in anything else for your salvation except the Lord Jesus Christ. And you receive him in your heart and say, Lord Jesus, come in and he'll come in. A lot of people have made that very decision recently during Decision Texas, the Lone Star Tour with Franklin Graham. He's been sharing the message of Christ with people in seven cities across Texas. Would you be praying for everyone who made that decision to surrender their lives to Christ, as well as for those who rededicated their lives to Christ? You can see some of the stories behind the tour at BillyGrahamRadio.org. Once you're there, just search for Decision Texas. Our guest on this episode of GPS recently released a new album. It's called Be Held, Lullabies for the Beloved. Now, Christy realizes that the name could make it sound like the album is for children, but it's not. 
we called it lullabies for the beloved because that's all of us. And, and really the premise is that none of us outgrow this place of needing to come before the Lord as a child. And so, yes, we made it for families. Um, we made it for parents to sing over their kids, but we also made it for parents or even if you don't have children to be able to hear this song really sung over you that you are the beloved of God as well, and that you can sing that over people in your life, maybe even just the bank teller or the checkout person at the you know grocery store. Um, this is really this is an an album of really sitting that in that place of being a child of God. We want to thank Christy Knuckles for spending some time with us for this episode of GPS. And of course, we want to thank you for taking the time to listen. We're hoping that you'll let us and other people know that you enjoyed this episode. Yes, please do. You can rate it on iTunes, share it on Facebook, and leave comments in both of those places as well as on our website, billygramradio.org. Your input means a lot to us. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. And this is GPS. God People Stories, an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. Cause baby,